Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuel. No more, no new fracking. I'd gradually move away from fracking. And I think it's critically important on day one that we end any fossil fuel leases on public lands. Oh, well, like, what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. pipeline infrastructure? Yes. And, yes. And, and, exactly. and, and, and. They, they want to do the same thing I want to do. They want to phase out fossil fuels, and we're going to phase out fossil fuels. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. I have one final would question. Would you close down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Or would you close down the oil industry? By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I will transition. It is a big in statement. terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically, what he's saying is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that Texas? Will you okay. remember that Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? And that's what they're doing right in front of our faces, while telling us they're not doing it. No, it's all Putin's fault. But Jennifer Granholm, Energy Secretary, don't forget this, told us exactly where we are on February twenty eighth. We're in the middle of a transition away from oil. We're working through an energy transition. And the reality is we have to take some time to get off of oil and gas. We recognize this. This is a transition. As prices skyrocket to the point where the needed desperation to pay for transportation hits a fever pitch, Joe will accomplish his goal. The demise of the combustible engine driven car. We will take literally millions of automobiles off the road, off the road. Here's a reminder from the campaign trail of just how radical Joe is. What you're watching right now is him implementing what he promised to do here. No more, no new fracking. We are are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Well, like, what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipes? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. 
No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Number one. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. But their ambition is so much bigger than that. Remember the Biden banking nominee, Soleil Omarova? Here, I'll let her remind you of what they intend to do. And here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in, in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change. All of this that I've just described here is what you're watching right now. The Democrats are going for broke, taking advantage of a once in a generation chance to actually do this, to break the back of automobile use in America by breaking Americans at the pump. Why is it a once in a generation chance? Because they've never had an avatar before. They've never had anything like Joe Biden. They've never had anyone they can cast all their sins upon and then crucify. Barack Obama had all these same goals, but Barack Obama also wanted a mansion on Martha's Vineyard. He wasn't going to commit personal political suicide. He couldn't be made to do that. But Biden can. The Democrats have already accepted defeat in the midterms. They're assuming it will happen, but they don't care. And here's why. Because the odds that the Republicans are going to win the two-thirds majority they need in the Senate to override Biden's veto, pretty small. They'll take control of the Senate. I'd be shocked if they didn't. But they won't get the two-thirds. What does that mean? Think about a runaway train. Biden is one. The Republicans can't stop him. They can't dictate new energy policy. Now, they could if they had two-thirds plus one in the Senate, Because that's what you need to get past the filibuster. But they don't. So Americans are stuck with Biden's energy policies until he leaves office or dies in office and Kamala leaves office. At whatever time that is that they no longer have a use for Joe, you'll see them turn on Joe in a way that will shock you. They'll kick him to the curb, mock him, discard him, even if he were to refuse to go, turn loose All the criminal compromise they have on him. Believe me, not only do the Chinese and the Russians know where the money went once it illegally hit Hunter's bank account. You know the money, the Chinese money, the Ukrainian money, the Russian oligarch money. They all know where it went. It's not just the Russians and the Chinese that know. The Democrats know, too. So does the FBI. They all own him. He is literally their dog. And they've never had anything like this. They didn't have this on Obama. So the crew actually running the White House doesn't have a dog in this fight. They're willing to lose the midterms. For a shot at breaking the back of the dollar and American oil use with one shot. If things go as well as they hope, they may well be able to collapse the economy and destroy the dollar, removing American supremacy forever. By the end of the Biden administration, then should Joe still be alive, they'll pin all their sins on him, blame him for it all and drop kick and disavow it, which makes the Biden administration a self-destructive 
runaway train. It's headed down the track, down the tr- the hill. It's taking the country with it. And Biden is no way, no how allowed to apply the brake. I'm not the only one who gets this. So do foreign leaders. America is in the midst of a death match between a headless party, a, almost a zombie-like headless party that wants to destroy the country and those who want to preserve it. Nobody attaches to their star to a thing like that. And the extent to which they're fleeing is shocking. Take this, for example. Biden can't even get a return phone call from the UAE or the Saudis, the Wall Street Journal reported. They did let him speak to old King Fod, who's half senile like Joe, but they wouldn't take his calls personally. The White House denied it, but they can't deny this. Those same leaders took Putin's calls after Joe called them. They've yet to speak to Joe. The story on your television goes something like this. Putin is totally isolated and probably completely regretting everything he's done in Ukraine. But what about us? Are we isolated? Or when it came right down to it and countries around the world were forced to choose between us and Russia and China, who would they choose? So far, if you're paying attention, not a one of them has chosen us. The examples from the last week alone are shocking to anybody who's watched decades of America building coalitions of the willing who eagerly fall behind, glad to be invited. Nobody wants anything to do with us anymore. Let me give you just a few examples from the last couple of weeks. They're really jaw-dropping, all taken together. We'll start with the UN vote to condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Watching India during the Trump administration, you'd have sworn they were an ally of ours. Not anymore. When it came right down to it, Russia and the U.S. both lobbied India for their vote. Russia won. India declined to vote to censor Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. They sat out instead. What does that mean? They chose Russia over us. What about Brazil? Do you see this headline? Brazil won't take sides over Russia's invasion of Ukraine, says the foreign minister. Now, Brazil and India are in BRICS. BRICS stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. One of their stated goals is to dethrone the dollar. To be able to transact in their own currencies, not ours. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. If they're able to do it, it'll destroy the dollar and the U.S. economy for a generation. And notice whose side they're picking. They can't even bring themselves to condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine. What does this mean? It doesn't mean that India and Brazil support the invasion or think it's cool or aren't moved by the human rights situation in Ukraine right now. These countries, which tend to advocate for themselves, unlike us, these countries are having to pick winners versus losers right now. When the dust settles, they want to pick the right side. And they recognize how crucial the choice is and how many years it will be remembered. They picked Russia. What does that tell you? Remember, Russia, for all practical purposes, is really an alliance between Russia and China. And what it means is that India and Brazil took a look at the advantages and disadvantages of joining our poll, our side, or the other one. And they went with Russia and China. And it continued all week long as Joe Biden challenged the world to get off Russian oil. Do you notice which countries joined him answering his challenge? (laughs) None. We went it alone. In fact, the key countries in Europe pivoted away from Joe as he was demanding getting rid of Russian energy. With France and Germany announcing, well, too bad, uh, they were going to have to use Russian energy so they wouldn't be able to be part of the boycott that Joe wanted. We stand utterly alone, folks, in the world. And I don't know if anybody's noticed. Anybody who remembers the Coalition of the Willing from the Iraq War can see what a shock this is. We never had this amount of trouble drawing allies to our side. We never had this amount of trouble getting other countries to do large deployments of troops, joining us in sacrifice. We do now. Why is that? Because they see our dollar. They see we are a weakened shadow of our former selves. But they see this too. I can't read it enough times. Written by conservativetreehouse.com back in June. This is what it is. Putin accepts that both Obama and Biden are intent to weaken the U.S. globally. Foreign leaders, enemy and friend, know the Democrats hate America generally and the American supremacy specifically, and that they want to weaken the country economically and globally to tighten Americans' desperation and thus their need for big government Democrats provide. Democrats know They lose when people have upward mobility and can fend for themselves. Foreign leaders know this, too. They also know that when Democrats pretend to projecting strength, they don't mean it. They get us completely and they act accordingly. That description I just read to you is not a country you want to be allied with. Then it got worse. A key moment in the decline of America, which almost no one will remember, but was so pivotal, was during the Afghan debacle. When the whole world saw that Americans left Americans behind. We just found out a month ago that the Biden regime lied. It wasn't 130 American citizens left behind. It was 9,000. Believe me, that news echoed through capitals. If we would leave our own behind, we are useless to them. 
But it was a pivotal moment that I mentioned a moment ago that changed everything. It was at the G7 meeting this summer. And remember, I told you about this. Boris Johnson asked Joe Biden, who was at the podium, Boris Johnson's the prime minister of the UK, whether they should evacuate their people from Afghanistan because uh, we are the main security force there. From the podium, Joe Biden assured him, no, no, keep all your embassy workers there. Keep everybody there. We've got this. We're going to leave enough of a skeleton crew that you'll be safe. Instead, we pulled out in the middle of the night. We told no one. The Brits and the French were left desperately sending paratroopers in to get their people. That decimated our ability to have other countries depend on us. It was such an outrage. The UK Parliament did something we've never seen them do before. Ever. Not in history. They voted to hold Joe Biden in contempt over his treatment of his allies in his exit from Afghanistan. In contempt for leaving them there in the middle of the night to struggle to survive. Folks, the UK has never done this to another American president. The parliament has never done this to another American leader. Not even during the Revolutionary War. Most Americans have no idea that this happened. But believe me, it was like a nuclear bomb going off in capitals all over the world. Nothing has been the same since. Trump advisor Nigel Farage, a longtime MP in the parliament, put it this way. That this would change America's relationship with the UK for a generation. That they wouldn't get over this for at least 50 years. That they wouldn't and couldn't be counted on to stand at our side again for decades. Which is how the US came to be so desperately alone. Trying to find any country to go along with us on at least providing planes for Ukraine. Understand, Washington wants the planes in order to spark a conflict with NATO so the U.S. can get in the war, extend the war, cause more bloodshed, and keep this thing going, at least till the midterms, as cover for the financial devastation that's coming. But there were no takers. Anthony Blinken, our Secretary of State, was left trying to trick Poland (laughs) into providing the planes. He didn't consult with them at all before he went on national television and did a series of interviews promising that Poland would allow Ukraine pilots to fly from their airspace into Ukraine to engage Russian jets. Again, Poland never agreed to this and didn't even find out about it till they turned on the television. He figured he could strong arm them into doing it because we have no allies left. We have no one else willing to stand with us. We might be able to challenge Putin without striking a nu- causing a nuclear war if there were 10 or 15 countries together. America couldn't even gig Poland into doing it. A desperate and terrified Poland, knowing America would not have Poland's back if Russia struck back. We don't have anybody's back. Hell, we leave our own citizens in war zones and tell them, too bad, get out yourself. A desperate Poland didn't know what to do, so the prime minister... By the way, most of these details have been left out of, out of American media's coverage of this. This is why people are so confused. The prime minister's own Twitter feed, okay? The prime minister tweets 
fake news, exclamation point, trying to tell the world and to Russia, we never agreed to allow American uh, provided MiGs to fly out of our airspace manned by Ukraine pilots who would be seeking to kill Russian pilots, which would probably spark World War Three. Then Blinken, our secretary of state, did an unbelievable thing. He simply ignored Poland's denial and continued giving interviews for two days in which he assured everybody that yeah, Poland was totally going to do this. Then Poland turned the tables on us in a way that was completely understood in capitals all over the world. It was humiliating. Poland said, nope, no, we'll provide America the MiG jets. We'll drop them off at Ramstein, Ramstein Air Force Base. Folks, Ramstein's in Germany. It's way the heck to the west of this conflict. In other words, we'll drop them off at Ramstein, which is an American base, and y'all fly them out of there and engage the Russians. Folks, the way this works, if you allowed your airspace to be used for a jet to take off to go attack Russia, that's an act of war by the country that does it. So Poland's saying, no, we're not going to be bullied into committing an act of war against Russia, where we can then, as a NATO country, be dragged into a war and the U.S. can use us as a pretext to get involved. They said, no, 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 forget it. We'll drop y'all off some MiGs. We'll drop the MiGs off with the U.S. and y'all take off from Ramstein. Uh, And you can attack Russia, but we're not doing it. That's what that Polish offer was to mock America. They turned the tables on Blinken, who was trying to start a war between Poland and Russia, forcing the humiliation of the Pentagon having to come out and say, oh, no, no, wait, please, no, don't drop the MiGs off. No, no, don't drop them off. No, we're not doing that. You know what it showed to everyone? It was an incredible exchange. One of the most incredible I've seen in my life. It showed everyone that America was so friendless, desperate, and alone that the only play we had was to attempt to bully Poland into doing our bidding. And even they ultimately sided with Russia. So much so that Kamala Harris, to save face, had to run to the Polish capital with hat in hand. Russia may be beaten down, but she's not isolated. In fact, the duo of Russia and China is winning right now as it becomes increasingly clear that we stand utterly alone. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Auto Parts. <laughs>